I mean, we're about to start an episode, so. Cool. Yeah. Let's do this. Welcome to the Lead from Scratch podcast. This is a podcast designed for the new or soon-to-be leader. This is the place to start growing your leadership potential from scratch, designing it with each ingredient in mind. We will be sharing bite-sized nuggets of information each week that will help you to recognize and unlock your full leadership potential. In this mini-series, we are exploring in detail the ingredient of communication and how to avoid being ruinously empathetic. Let's dive deep. Author and Silicon Valley veteran Kim Scott shares a communication matrix that transforms difficult conversations from frustrating to rewarding in her book, Radical Candor. So for a communication overview, if you'll listen back to episode seven, The Ingredient of Communication, Kyle and I go through this concept of radical candor as as a full overview. Uh, And then this week is our second week of a mini series where we are diving in deeper into the different terminology that's used. Uh, So last week in episode 11 is where we talked about obnoxious aggression. And this week we are focusing on ruinous empathy. Kim Scott overall, though, uh, defines radical candor and the effective communication of radical candor as uh, caring personally for someone while also challenging them directly. So a second common communication style leaders often fall into is called ruinous empathy. So last week we talked about obnoxious aggression. This week we're talking about ruinous empathy, which basically means that your communication shows your care for people, but never challenges them directly. So this means that probably uh, you're really nice, you're really caring, you may get called sweet, but you don't like speaking up and challenging people. So this may look like tolerating poor performance or behavior, maybe not in your mind, but maybe out loud. Uh, Maybe you don't really give real feedback. You may hedge your bets on your feedback. You never ask for criticism, or maybe you lob insincere praise at somebody where you just kind of want to make them feel good about themselves. So you lob praise at them, even if it's a bit insincere. One thing we see a lot with our younger leaders, and honestly, just Caroline and I struggle with this as well, is treating employees as friends. And so figuring out as you develop those coworker relationships, how do I keep this line defined? How do I not blur it? That can be a real problem. Uh, and that leads to ruinous empathy. Um, and while we want to care for our employees, ruinous empathy can ruin an employee's chances of success, handicap an entire team, or create a culture where any work is praised instead of the best work being praised. Because when people aren't hearing that feedback, they don't know how they're doing. They don't know what they're doing, or we're letting kind of somebody drag the whole team down and that can build a lot of resentment towards a certain person on our team, right? This basically means that we can have a nice team that really likes each other, really likes you as a person, but is very confused about where they stand or how they're doing in their performance. So there are a few ways that we can practice this transition and move from ruinous empathy towards radical candor. So just like obnoxious aggression, 
we have to start with ourselves. We need to start asking for criticism before we give it. That's really important because if we just start offering criticism, we can very quickly uh, maybe transition into obnoxious aggression or maybe one of the other categories uh, by only criticizing people, right? But instead, what we want to do is create a culture of uh, giving and offering feedback, starting with us so that everyone... Uh, that we lead knows that we can receive feedback um, before we hit them with it. Right. So that's where the first thing and the best thing we can do is maybe at the end of the shift or, at, you know, we just wrapped up a project, follow through with your coworkers and ask, Hey, how did that go? Hey, was there something that I could have done better in that situation? Um, did I set you up for success or what can I work on? Right. Asking some of those leading questions. Another thing that we can do um, is know that clarity in and of itself is not mean or doesn't have to be mean. When we are clear with people about their results and their behavior, they know what to do. This helps them become better employees and have better chances of success because it's clear. When there's a clearly defined line of what, what people are doing right and well and need to continue doing and what people need to work on, uh, maybe aren't as strong of skills, it just sets people up for success. It may sting initially, but they will be grateful. You will be grateful for it in the long run as well. And then this last piece is it just takes five seconds of courage. Uh, so it's always, it's always that like deep breath in the moment right before we have to say something or have a really hard conversation. Uh, we encourage you to do what one of our leaders does. Uh, take five seconds of courage. Before any hard conversation, uh, one of our directors, Parvin, he tells himself he just needs these five seconds and then the rest will take care of itself. So sometimes all you need to do is start and all you need to do is declare five seconds for five seconds. I need to be courageous. I need to start this conversation and we'll go from there. And it might be bumpy and awkward at first, but it is so worth the practice of starting those conversations and you'll get into a groove as you continue to have them. Kim Scott shares a, a humorous parable about what ruinous empathy can feel like to be on the receiving end. And I think we've all been there and received ruinous empathy when we really wanted feedback. And what Kim Scott says it feels like is a man who didn't want to cause pain to his dog by chopping off his whole tail all at once. And so he just started chopping his tail off one inch at a time to, you know, make sure the dog was all right with it. And, but, you know, it's humorous, right? It means that she ended up causing more pain to the dog than he admit he wanted to initially. But I think that's sometimes what we think with ruinous empathy is we aren't causing pain when in reality we're creating more long-term pain, sharper pain over the long term than if we had just addressed it in the moment. So listeners, we want to challenge you to adopt the leadership ingredient of radical candor by avoiding ruinous empathy. Be sure to care directly, challenge directly and care personally for your team as you become the leader that you were meant to be. Lead from scratch and reach your full potential. potential.